The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Mike Salk. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on 710 ESPN Seattle. I'll be waiting on Pete here for a couple of minutes. Got some victory laps to take. It's interesting, you know, Brady gets all the huge conversation yesterday as he goes home, right, quote-unquote, to New England and, you know, the return to face Bill Belichick. And it, it lived up to its billing, by the way. I thought that was a Yeah, great it was very game. fun. It really was a fun game to watch, and I thought the uh, the theater of the whole thing was well done. NBC did a good job with it, et cetera. But, you know, the, I think every time Pete goes back to San Francisco, it's not going to USC. You're playing in the Coliseum, obviously, where, where he really made his bones. But he came up as a coordinator and, and did so much in San Francisco from California. Just I think there's always some level of meaning to it every time he goes back there. And he always kind of looks at home in California, right? I mean, I so yeah. you were mentioning the sunglasses. It all just sort of fits the Pete Carroll vibe. So, yeah, I thought it was a good game there yesterday and, and nice to see uh, Pete get back into the into the win column and Russell do his thing, which was fantastic. Um, it was uh, it was a really great game. And here's the coach. He's sitting down with us as we speak, throwing on his headset. Good morning, Coach Carroll. How are you, sir? Good, good. Better than last Monday. I thought so. Yeah, you seem you seem up. You seem excited. It was a, a good trip. Well, I'm kind of always up and excited. But that, um, yeah, it was a good trip. Uh, it was um, it was really rewarding in that how, how hard it was to get that game in order, and then we really commanded it, and, and I was really fired up about that. It's really good for our guys, and, and uh, uh, it was a great win on the road. What was different this week? Um, the the resolve, you know, in our play was we played in the middle of that game when all hell had broken loose early in the first quarter on both sides of the ball. Our guys just kept hanging, and they kept believing that we could turn this thing and. And there was a span in there when we scored four out of five times on offense, and we stopped them eight straight drives, and and we took the game over. And and that was um, that's what was great about this game is, is the guys did that, and, and they felt it, and they could tell what happened, and and uh, we won a big game. I heard you say that after the game that you kept hanging as things got away from you a little bit at the er- in the early part of the game. Other than seeing the result on the field and seeing the success, how, how do you how do you notice that on the sidelines leading up to that? Well, you, you can tell by the results, Mike. You know, I mean, they, we were playing better, and and also, and the guys started catching fire a little bit, and and as soon as we scored, you know, that which really that wasn't the determining factor. We had already kind of turned things, but uh, and the defense was stopping them, you know, and and uh, but you can just you can tell, you know, the the whole thing about being resilient is is belief. You know, you got to believe that you can you can have a successful outcome, and sometimes that that belief gets kind of lost somewhere, you know, and, and so, and, and that was particularly kind of the call for the week, and, and our guys hung with the thought that we're going to turn it, we'll find a way, uh, which has always been the way for us, and, and sure, sure enough, Russ puts together a couple of tremendous plays and drives, and the guys pulled some great plays off, and and, uh, and we were there, we were back in it. Maybe you can see the sign over my, uh, over my uh, there you go. shoulder, Believe. It was go. a pretty important sign this weekend in yes, Seattle. Was. Everybody yeah. was talking about belief, and I don't that's think it was right. just the Mariners. It seems like that's something coaches find awfully important. Can we take just a second for the Saturday Night Mariners, though, in that game in the stadium? and the That was such a great event. I was, I'm sitting in the hotel room all by myself just cheering and going crazy, and, and uh, that, was really, that was really fun. Unfortunately, didn't, you know, we needed one more, but um, that was still a, a real moment for, for have the you, uh Have you heard the Dave Sims call of the Mitch Hanager double? 
It's pretty great. I know we no. usually play you Steve no, Rabel no, calls. No, I would love to hear that. All right, we usually play you Steve Rabel calls, and I'll find one for you. But how about this of the double on Saturday night? Biggest pitch of the year here for the Mariners. Three and two, bases loaded. C-Shack, the pitch. Base hit left field. Pretty cool, huh? That's a good call. That's a good call, man. That was so cool. Dipped down on the low ball, you know, just stayed with it, ripped it through the hole. That was awesome. What's your? I know you got some basketball background and playing with the guys. Do you have much baseball background? Yeah, yeah. I played all all through school and and uh, and I love baseball. Yeah, it was a. It, it's really it's, still is a really favorite favorite sport to to keep track of. I know, I, I know Scott's been down to, to see what you guys do. It's interesting how, not that you guys are exactly the same, but how similar your positivity is and, and, and seemingly your desire to get the guys to know each other, understand each other, and get the best out of each other. Yeah, yeah, well, that, you know, I, I, I know Scott and I have had really nice visits when he's been around, and, and uh, we've been watching for years and, and pulling for him and all that. But I, I, I'm not surprised to hear that you know, he, he sees it that way as well. Um, it is, it is, it's an important part of our style, you know, and, and that's relating to guys and trying to help them find their best. And and uh, you got you got to dive into the relationships to do that. And I know he's he's more than willing to do that. And it's changed in both sports considerably just in the last decade or two, and in, in terms of being open to being positive instead of just being on guys all the time. Yeah, I think so. No, there's no, no no doubt, and and that's just adapting with the times. But it's the right thing, and you know it. it, it this that way has been around for a long time, just not very many people have done it. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I promised a little Rabel uh, sound. How about yeah? This what one? do you got? In motion is Swain from left to right. Play fake. Look out. Russ tries to spin out of trouble. He does. Looks. He throws it near side. Reaching back, making a catch. Swain touchdown Seahawks. I don't believe it. Russell Wilson, how did you do that? In huge trouble, spins away from the defender and throws a strike to Freddie Swain in the front corner of the end zone. Russell was dead to rights, and yet he fires a shot, and the Seahawks go on top, a 13-yard touchdown laser to Swain. I think it was like a carbon copy of like 10 other Russell Wilson touchdowns over the years, but pretty special yeah, yesterday. That was huh? one of those. Yeah, that was a beautiful play. It's a shocking play because he was in such such you know trouble, and, and it just all of a sudden it's just a touchdown. You know, All of a sudden we're on the board. That was really cool. So what is the reaction on the sidelines, or not necessarily when it happens, but right afterwards, and just the, what does it do for your group to have him oh, make yeah. those plays? Yeah, well, I, I don't know if if, uh, if it showed up on the broadcast or not, but there must have been a dozen guys that went right to Russell on the field out there just to you know celebrate the, the moment of the play and all of that, and, and uh, you know that's just. Whenever people do stuff that you know that they can do and then they do it again, it's sweet, you know, and it's special. And it just reminds you of why, why you love them and why you, you anticipate, you know, their, you know, their performances and stuff like that. And that was so classic for us to do that. And, and in a crucial situation and all of that, too, it was, um, it was just a beautiful thing to celebrate. It was kind of a classic Seahawks win, too. A little ugly early, got pretty late, held on for the win. You're just yeah. more, you seem more comfortable. 
With, let, like, let, wait, wait on the good offer. Don't start <laughs> off too hot. You got to wait a little bit. Yeah, I don't want to be apologetic for that, but yeah, I, I do kind of like it like that. And and the the point that we we were challenged and it was really hard and it was really tough and we and we persevered. You know, that's so valuable to us. It 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 pays us back in so many different ways. It's just you put it in your back pocket and you and you take it with you to the next the next set of challenges that are similar but different. You know, and and. Uh, it's just really good for us, and, and it's, it's it's been a hard start, and, and uh, this is going to make us better if we if we take care of business here. And, and so uh, I'm really excited about I've been excited about this team the whole time, and I'm thrilled to see how we turned that thing yesterday. How did Russ play in general? I thought Russ played a great football game. I mean, this was Bart Starr type of game, you know, 140 yards, whatever it was. You know, ran for a touchdown, m- mixed the ball all over the place, called a great game. Uh, I really thought it was one of his better games, and, and it was because of all of the things that he contributed and, and helped us. And, and uh, the, the early start, you know, he really didn't have, he couldn't do much about it. We just kind of got, it was just a deluge for a bit there. And, and, and you know, the three sacks and three drives was just sucked. And and and, uh, and then he just came out. He came out of it. And the fellas up front, okay, we didn't give up a sack the rest of the day, you know. And and. Uh, it was kind of like they weren't going to score anymore for the rest of the day. It's what it felt like, you know. And so a lot of things really happened in this game. And I thought Russ's composure uh, showed up and his, you know, his, his performance uh, was – the run is just as important as the pass to me. The, the big 16-yard run, I think it was, uh, was beautiful timing. And, and he looked looked quick, you know, getting around the corner, getting on the edge and all that. And uh, it was really good. You know, you mentioned that he called a good game. It seemed from on television like he was making a lot more decisions at the line of scrimmage. There was a lot of trying to communicate and the crowd noise and all of that. Was that something specific about the game plan for this game, or is that something we'll expect to see more? No, no, that we've no, that we were doing what we do. This is this is the offense, and this is the style of that we play with. And and when we can make you know and, and take. It, the benefits of the timing at the line of scrimmage, we do it. And, and it doesn't mean that we always play really fast, but we get a lot done during that, that period, much more so than we have in the past. And it's a collaboration between Russ and and, uh, and Shane that get that done. So um, that's it. And, and Russ called a really good game yesterday. That's why I'm, I'm not going to talk much about it, but um, that's what I really – respect about that that performance well and i don't know how much you can tell me and i don't want you to give away state secrets but when he's at the line of scrimmage doing that what is he doing does he have multiple plays he can check to is he fully calling the play from scratch i mean what is he doing up there yeah it it depends there's there's a variety of ways that it happens but um and you know i'm not going to tell you anything that i I'm worried about telling you, but uh, he, he he makes the decisions that are necessary that fit with the call, and and uh, and he he you know he has the help of Shane, and then he has to do the stuff you know to get it done, you know, and he's so composed. I mean, think about it; it was they're screaming at you, you know, and he's got to get everybody the word and 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 uh, what, what's happening and what the change is and the fix and all that. And there's a lot happening, and you've got to be an experienced football player to do stuff like that. It's it's. So challenging, you know. That's why I respected uh, what, what he pulled off yesterday so much. We're going to get your defense in a moment. I know you're excited to talk about them. But one last thing, or a couple more things, I guess, on the on the offense. First of all, DK's touchdown. We talked a lot about him last week and just his his potential and where he can go. How about the move he put on the corner on that play? Oh, we, that's we, a, I don't yeah. talk enough about his route running, huh? No, uh, that, that release is one he did in practice a couple days, a couple weeks ago that we saw was exactly the same way he did it in practice and, and, and had the same kind of result. Just um, I mean, an impossible release uh, to, to stay with. 
in that that short area and Russ was right on it and all that so uh but yeah he is a he is a really he's becoming a really loaded up player now his releases are good his his power shows his speed shows uh you know you saw him run those intricate deep routes uh getting back to the football yesterday and just you know he's he's doing a lot of great stuff how about Alex Collins? I saw you. I heard you talking about him after the game. Why was he the more, not just what he's done, I heard you talk about how he's lost some weight and, and kind of gotten into the right zone for him. But what was something about that game set up better for him to be the more effective running back in it? No, not necessarily. No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I just think he just, like running backs do, sometimes they, they get a feel for it and they take advantage of games. In the, over the years when they had more than one running back that we were playing with, you could you didn't know you know you did you couldn't predict what was going to happen in some games some guys ran better than others and had a little bit of feel and got you know took advantage of it and that's why I'm always wide open for whatever you know I I love Chris Carson and everything he brings and 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 I love what Alex can contribute to and I have this deep respect for Alex because of his past Alex has has been such a productive football player uh, in his career that uh, the experience that he's logged and it 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 allows him to see things and use that great the footwork that he has that he demonstrated in the t- in the touchdown celebration, you know, as the clogger or whatever he is. But, uh, um, you know, it, it, it just comes to light, and it has. We've seen him make some great plays. You know, I guess the Cardinals, he had one against the Rams last year. This one uh, it was, it was classic for him uh, where he just finds his way in such beautiful fashion. So, um, yeah, real excited to have him, you know, coming through. It looked like him at Arkansas, that, that play for the touchdown. Yeah, I'm sure he had a lot of those back in the day. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was a great running back in college. Yeah. It was nice yeah. to see him have that success. Alright, let's get to your defense. I know you're excited to talk about um, uh, the third downs especially. You brought it up last week with me and said third downs were the problem. Not this week. Pretty darn impressive. What was different? Yeah, well, I, there's I'll give everybody credit. I thought Kenny's decision to go uh, uh, with Ryan Neal was a big decision, you know, and, and we had done that a couple of years back, I think, and, and uh, and Ryan had a fantastic football game in compliment to the rest of the guys. And the safeties were on fire. They're making plays all over the place. Um, it was just a, it was a really active day for us. And we had some balls knocked down the line of scrimmage. Uh, I don't know how many pass breakups we had, but it was close to 10, you know, eight or nine or something like that anyway. And uh, so it was a really well orchestrated day of third down play coverage and, and rush, you know, combined. And uh, so it, that, that's that's what we're really excited about, and, and to see the safeties get active and see Diggsy make his plays and and uh, and and Jamal make a couple great hits and you know get in front of some routes and then and of course you know the the third safety in that is is Ryan and Ryan had I think three or four wins on on third down too you know so um, that's uh, that's a little bit of a statement for us we 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 we've, we're going to stay with him and and. Uh, and keep him active and keep him part of it because he, he really was a good football player out there. You mentioned it was Ken's decision to go with him. What goes into that decision? What was the thinking behind well, it? He brought to me said, you know, we wanted to go with Ryan and, and, and play him, knowing that he would wind up, uh, you know, a, a lot with with uh, George Kittle, and, and that would, you know, so we'd have a different matchup than the linebacker on him, and and, uh, and it just worked out, you know. And, and so, you know, I was I was excited about it when he brought it up and, and uh, glad that, that it, you know, it made a big difference. You made a change of cornerback also this week. What was what was behind that decision? Just needed to see other guys and see what you know what we can get uh, done uh, with with the, the another little caveat was to get DJ back on the right side. You know we had moved because Trey had played so well in camp and all of that. Uh, he actually moved DJ out of there because uh, you know he was a right side guy only. And um, but I I don't know I haven't talked to DJ about this but he, I just thought he looked more active on the on his right side. You know I think he feels better over there. 
Um, I, I know he says that, but I, I'm, I'm anxious to see what he said about yesterday because um, that was a you know a little bit of a sudden change. It was a good strategic move and it gave uh, uh, you know Sydney a chance to play on the other side. Sydney had a, had a challenging day. You know he he had a challenging day. You know he had the big tight end catch down. And he was all over the guy and the guy makes a play and he had a couple of plays that you know that get away from got away from him. But um, all in all, he did a nice job. You know and they played the scheme well with the exception of the one big touchdown. Does it take longer for a veteran corner to learn this scheme? It, it seems like veteran corners have. I don't know. I've taken time once they've come here. Maybe it's uh, maybe. I don't know. step I, I, kick I, or if it's the scheme <laughs> or what. No, we, we, we really attempted not overload guys with the change, you know, when they're coming in, you know, respecting where they've come from and where they're comfortable and all that kind of stuff. So we don't overdo that. Um, I think that's a, that's a good, you know, uh, adult way of looking at it. And uh, then we, um, uh, then we, we, as we go, you know, we, we, we help them adapt, and we try to figure out what they do best, and really try to bring it to light. And so that's why it took a little bit of time. And and you know we have uh, uh, another guy, you know, uh, Bless Austin is is coming on too, and Trey Brown's coming back too. And so there's uh, this is, it's just ongoing, and it's just not settled yet. And I like that the guys are competing, and there ain't nothing like competing to, to bring out the best. So How, we talked a lot about the scheme last week, and it was really educational. Thanks for bringing us inside the the responsibilities of the linebackers and the defensive ends and how it all kind of comes together in, in pass defense. You, you got it now, right? You, yeah, now I understand it. it. Yeah, yes, yeah. Now, now I'm ready to take over for Ken. It, it ain't that big a deal. <laughs> yeah. how, how much of the scheme was the same this week, or were there scheme changes, or was it just you guys played it better and executed No, better? no, we did, we did some we, – we brought up some things that we've had that we, we emphasized more and just, you know, just – Subtle adjustments, but things that that really came to light and worked out well for us. And and uh, um, you know, I, I really like the aggressive nature of of the whole group on third down. The whole uh, the whole crew really got after it and was really looking to be on the attack. And and uh, it showed up. And hopefully, you know, hopefully we can s- start you know, on Thursday night and start picking off those third down wins. You know, we're going against a great third down quarterback, and it'll be a great challenge for us. I don't know whether these two things are connected, but you talk about the decision to bring Ryan Neal into the game, et cetera. Does that open up Jamal Adams to be more more of an instinctual playmaker? Does it allow him to do more to have another safety on the field? I don't think it's that that simple. My brain doesn't go there to to say yes to that. Um, I I think that uh, everything about the 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 way the guys played was was aggressive yesterday, and that that's is what's best suited for, for uh, Quandre Diggs and for Jamal Adams. Those guys, are they're, they're ballers, you know, and they're going for it. And, and to give them those opportunities uh, is what brings out the best in them. And I, and I think that's what you saw yesterday. And I think that was a good switch in, in, in emphasis, you know. And, and uh, you know, maybe – and then Ryan was part of it. He was so active, you know, in, in his part of it that it just made the whole thing kind of kind of you know, more problematic for the offense. And, again, that was one day, you know, and, and – 14 attempts and let's try to carry it over and get it done again this week. You know? Well, I liked what Jamal said last week. He said, you know, this changes this week. He was pretty definitive of, hey, we're not going to let that happen again. And I, I was reminded of a lot of the comments that came out when he first was acquired, that he was an emotional leader and a, yeah. and, a, and not just what he brings on the field, but what he brings off of it. Yeah. It sure seemed to translate. And I, I never like comparing anybody to Cam, but seeing him jar a ball loose at the end zone like that, it at least made me think about the the comparisons that have been made between him and Cam. How important is he off the field for what you guys do defensively? No, he is. He is important. He's, he's got a great he's got a great motor for the game. He loves he loves to compete, and he's really an aggressive, outgoing, you know, 
confident guy, and and, uh, uh, and he backs it up, you know, by the way he plays, and so he's a big factor. That's why you know so excited when we got him, when we realized and learned who he was and what he was all about, uh, knowing that as we project forward, he's going to be a big factor, you know. And I know he talks to Cam, and and uh, they stay in connection, and Cam continues to be, uh, you know, the legacy. He's 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 as a number of those guys are, um, they're still part of it, and we're still. Um, I mean, we're still feeling it. You know, he was on the highlight film this week again, you know, and we showed some stuff uh, to just remind guys of what it looks like and how we go, and, and uh, we owe a tremendous debt to those guys. Seeing you go back once again when, I know it's not San Francisco, you reminded everybody yesterday that it's Santa Clara, not San Francisco, but it, it still seems meaningful for you to, to win in that part of the country. Did you watch last night? Did you watch Brady and Belichick and, and them playing against each other? No, I wasn't able to because we were studying it in our, our game. We're in the short week, so I didn't get a chance to. I, I really don't even know anything about the game except for how it ended up. But I was uh, I was curious, you know, about that matchup for sure. Yeah, it, it's, let's say it simply that, uh, you know, I always like playing against my friends and people that I like and care for. And, and the, the better I know you, the more I want to beat you. And uh, I don't know what that is, and it's probably a little bit sick, but <laughs> but uh, that's the truth. And so, um, uh, really, I'm, it's just it's special to go home and 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 to play there. And to me, it's just personally, it's just a personal deal. And and uh, you know, I'm real proud that I'm a San Francisco native and, and and all that. And and I'm kind of pissed that they're not playing in town, you know. <laughs> and so, you know, every chance you get, you know, because my dad and I used to go to all the Keysar games, you know, and, and uh, I don't think we'd have gone up there in Santa Clara. I don't think that would, I would have missed that whole section of my life with my pops. And and uh, so, you know, it's personal. So uh, As it should know. be. Yeah, well, and then yeah. it was interesting watching last night, obviously, a lot of personal, you know, with Brady and Belichick and all the years there in New England. What what, what did you think when they divorced, essentially, when Brady left last year? I thought it was going to be obvious that him. I, I, I have so much respect for the way he's played for so long. I mean, I had no idea he would go to Tampa and do what he did last year. That was just icing on the cake. But um, he has always been the factor that has just made them so unique, and, and, and so is Coach Belichick, too, you know, Bill's a remarkable coach. Uh, but the two of them together and really from the defensive side, from the offensive side, you know, you had two great ones, and, and uh, it, it it played out. And so you separate them, and it's going to be the same, you know. That's why it was impressive that Tom was able to go and, and, and do so much down there. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it, it's it's fun to watch this, this thing unfold. Couple injuries yesterday. Uh, Carlos Dunlap, obviously the uh, the biggest name that went down. How was he today? He got a sprained toe, uh, turf toe, uh, kind of a classic fashion. So we got to see how that how response going to be hard, you know, by Thursday night. But we'll see. Anyone else you're hoping to get back this week? Yeah, it'd be nice to see Gerald come back into it. Uh, I don't know if there's enough time to get that done. Gerald Everett, we'll see. A um, couple guys got banged. Penny Hart and, and Cody Barton. You know, they got they got banged a little bit. It might be. The guys are so tough. They're so tough and so competitive. I'd be shocked that they don't make it. But um, you know, so we'll see. Daryl Taylor twist, tweaked his ankle a little bit. But uh, Jamarco Jones is a guy we got to get back to. He's been sick, you know, and we we think we figured it out finally. The, the docs are real happy about that. They they got the source of it. So I think we'll get D Eskridge back this week also. Um, I, I don't know that but he's got he's got to include some more testing mm. that we, we understand to make sure that he's okay. He looked great in practice. He just didn't feel well after the practice, and Eesh. so that's why we had to pull, uh, chill him out a little bit. So we'll see. Right. This Thursday thing happened so fast, you know, so 
It's hard to tell. Brandon Shell will come back to practice. We'll see if he can make it back. Thursday night football. You like a primetime game at home in Seattle. There's a yeah. lot of good memories and a lot of weird games associated with that. <laughs> yeah, let's have another one. I hope it's one for the ages. Coach, we appreciate it. We'll get to talk twice this week. I'll talk to you Friday morning. Got it. All right, guys. There you go. There's Pete Carroll uh, every single day after the game, 930 uh, with Coach Carroll. And talked a lot about his team's resolve, talked a lot about and threw some credit at Ken Norton for the decision made on Ryan Ryan Neal. I don't think that's an accident for Pete to mention Ken Norton after some of the grief he took last week, some small scheme changes, and overall – They just played better. So great win for the Seahawks. We'll be back to talk a lot more about them tomorrow, about the uh, finale of the Mariners season as well. Jake and Stacy coming up next. They've got a lot to say about all this. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. here on 710 ESPN Seattle.